everyone, I'm Iona and I'm from the Central Operations team in our London office. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's Partner Podcast. Before we deep dive into this episode, we wanted to let you know that we've been granted a 15-month license in London. This means that Uber can operate in the capital, serving millions of riders and thousands of drivers just like you. We are pleased with the decision, but it is just the beginning. We will continue to work with Transport for London to address their concerns and earn their trust, while providing the best possible service for all of our customers. We are also really happy to share that on Sunday and going forward, for the first time, Saudi women are now able to drive in their own country. Uber, along with many of our female and male driver partners around the world, are celebrating with them. It's some really, really good news. So, for our main story today, we've got James, who is our National Partnerships Lead for the UK and Ireland. I'll be chatting to him about the recently launched Virgin Train Partnership, followed by some interesting stats on driver tipping. So let's get started. Uber and Virgin Trains have partnered to make travelling between selected cities in the UK easier than ever. To talk about this, I've got James in the studio. So first of all, welcome. It's good to have you here. Great to be here. Thanks for inviting me. So James, could you please introduce yourself to our listeners? Maybe tell us a fun fact about yourself and what you've been working on lately? Ooh, let me see. Um, I'm Head of National Partnerships for the UK. I've been with Uber just over a year. A really, really interesting job, really interesting people. I've actually enjoyed meeting a bunch of drivers over the uh, over the last year as well at Green Light Hubs and at some of the info sessions and iftar dinners, etc. It's been pretty cool. And I'm really passionate about sourcing and developing partnerships which are really impactful for riders and drivers. So doing a bit of magic with big partners. So... Uh, and the Virgin Trains deal is obviously one of the great example of that. Really excited to finally announce that. We were developing it for quite a while with Virgin, so know the team over there very well now. So pretty excited about what's going to do for us. Could you tell our listeners about this partnership? What essentially is it about? So the vision that Virgin and uh, Uber are really, really consistent and committed on is making really efficient journeys for people, not just within cities, but between cities, right? So Virgin trains, and we're talking now about the West Coast mainline train, which goes up through Manchester and Liverpool and all those big cities, Birmingham, etc., is to make it super easy for you to go door to door from your house to your friend's house in Manchester or, you know, the, an engagement party in Liverpool or up to Edinburgh for some business event or for some family meeting or whatever. So the idea being that you can leave your car at home, you can let your Uber driver help get you to the station just on time for the train, then you get a nice train experience and at the other end, there'll be another Uber waiting for you, etc. And we've done some tech magic to help make this, uh, make this a reality. And could you talk about some of the benefits of this partnership? What does it bring to our riders, drivers, and the environment? Yeah, so um, from the rider side, this means that number one, you could leave your car at home, you don't have the hassle of driving, the traffic, the delays, are having, you know, it's unproductive time, right? Um, you don't have to worry about finding parking, someone else will deal with getting you to the station. It just makes life a lot easier, a lot less stressful. Car park stations are, can be expensive, they're often full. If you've got a train to catch, it just makes it more stressful. So just wanna make things easier for, uh, for consumers. For drivers, the advantages are that we are generating more demand. It's all about getting more riders, getting more riders like having a nice experience and ordering their Uber, driving more volume for the for the drivers. So we're all about thinking about how can we bring more business to our driver partners. 
in terms of environmental impact and the other benefits, apart from you know not driving, etc., we really believe that this is going to be less congestion, less harm for the environment because people aren't driving all the way to Birmingham or Manchester or something. The train is more efficient and you just arrive relaxed with less carbon output. So it's good for the environment, it's good for the riders and the drivers. So we're convinced it's a win um, for all parties. I'm really impressed. This is amazing. So... How does the whole trip experience look like from the rider side? Let's say if I'm going to book a ticket tomorrow to Newcastle, where do I book and and what's the user experience like? Great question. So with the launch experience that we've launched with last month, it's very, very simple. When you go on to virgintrains.com, you book your ticket. At the checkout page, you get an offer to say, hey, uh, get a ride with Uber now. So in the future, there'll be many more entry points to that experience. Like there'll be advertising on across all their different channels. Say, hey, get ride reminders with Uber. There's a dedicated landing page on their website where you put in your mobile phone number. You're kind of opting in there. With that opt-in, you're saying, yes, in the future, we're going to go way beyond that and have push messaging within apps and a bunch of other ways that people can be activated and even potentially have um, Virgin Trains tickets in the Uber app just to make it super seamless. There's a lot of exciting things coming. But at the moment, it's all about those ride reminder SMSs that just turn it into a a couple of clicks to order your Uber when you're ready. It puts the power uh, in, in the hands of the consumer. If someone doesn't happen to have the Uber app, then that link will go to the app store to allow them to download it in a few easy clicks so it's pretty slick that's really cool it's cool that we're working with other transport providers to make the whole thing really seamless so but how do you see the partnership developing in the future so number of really important areas we want to encourage many more people to leave the car behind not bother with parking not bother with hassle so we are going to see from virgin and uber we're going to see pretty significant investment in marketing and promotion of this partnership to really make it easy for people to become aware of it sign up for the ride reminders and just get into the system so it becomes kind of itself fueling you know more and more people are using it it will be great for our partner virgin as well and it will be great for our partner drivers because we are we're driving more uh, more nice trips hopefully some you know some longer trips from train state to and from train stations as well and in the future we're going to have many more transport modes we're we're talking about doing things like dedicated pickup and drop off areas in stations wherever we're allowed to do it obviously we have to work closely with the local councils and etc to get the right permissions but that's where what we're really committed to doing to make it the really nice pickup and drop off experience for the driver as well as the rider right makes it easier for everyone then the uber app will hopefully navigate you in the future to the right platform so everything becomes super sick. Imagine if you look in your Uber app, you get dropped off and it's like, bing, go to platform 15. Nice, nice integration. A bit of magic technology, right? And then you open up your Uber app. Whoa, there's the train ticket in there. They've already got the gates at Euston that can read the QR code. So boom, put that on straight through. Cool. So are there any other partnerships you've been working on or is that a secret? Sure. There's a lot of stuff I'll be able to talk about more soon uh, once we get once we get the deals finalised. But a couple to feature, a couple to talk about. Really interesting ones are number one, uh, the Tesco partnership, which we signed last summer, um, and it has really been in trial mode. So basically, any any Tesco user can change their club card points into Uber rides. 
So, you know, we've, we've already had significant engagement with that. That's gone very well. And that's with no marketing. So now the next level is right. We know the partnership works. We know that consumers are getting value from, from that conversion. So let's start doing more active marketing. Tesco has the biggest reach of any of the grocery chains in the UK. So it's going to be really exciting. Um, another partnership we, uh, we just ran over the last year was with uh, Barclay Card. So if you, if you paid with your Barclay Card, you got your every 10 rides, you got a free ride. Really good um, feedback from consumers. It drove extra trips, it drove engagement for the partner. And now we've got some really, really interesting ongoing conversations to do something very, very similar. Watch this space, more coming soon. But I guess the big picture there is how can we work with major partners that themselves have a big audience base to number one, bring value for riders, which means more business for partner drivers. And number two, we can utilize the partner's uh, marketing channels to amplify the impact of our own marketing investment to really sort of make that resonate more broadly across the UK uh, UK consumer base. Thanks, James, for being on the pod. It was great to hear about these new initiatives. They're all so exciting. Thanks for inviting me. Really great to talk about this stuff and uh, looking forward to coming back into the studio soon to, uh, to provide some updates. So moving on, let's talk about driver tipping, something I know you all care a lot about. So we dug deep into our data sets to bring you some very interesting insights on driver tipping. Since launching the in-app tipping feature last August, millions of rides have been tipped all across the country. Our technology means that even if customers don't carry cash or don't have any spare change on them, they can still tip you through the app. Of course, tipping is completely optional, but we know it's popular as over 7.5 million pounds have been given to partner drivers. So our data reveals that London is Britain's most generous city when it comes to tipping drivers. But through the app, cities like Belfast, Cambridge, Bristol, Edinburgh, Brighton, Southampton, Manchester, Birmingham and Cardiff are all in the top 10. So a massive congratulations to all of those generous cities. The most common tip amount in the UK was £1. However, over 300 drivers have been tipped 50 quid, which is great. On an average Saturday, the most lucrative time of day for drivers who use the Uber app is 11pm, which is when most passengers tip. Also, having a great driver rating appears to go hand in hand with getting tipped. The top 10 most tipped drivers in the UK, that's a tongue twister, all have a rating of over 4.9 out of 5. So we thought why not get them onto the podcast to see if they can share with us some of their success secrets on getting tips. On the podcast now, we have Angus from Glasgow, Theo from Edinburgh, Reza from London who are all one of the top 10 partner drivers with the highest amount of tips received. So, can you all please introduce yourselves? Good afternoon, guys. My name is Theodoros. I'm living in Edinburgh, and I work with Uber one year and 15 days. My name is Angus. I've been with Uber for just over a year and a half, and I come from Glasgow, yeah. My name is Reza Naimi. I am uh, from London, and I've been with Uber two and a half years, happily, really happily. I did in 45 years. This is the best job I ever have had because of the flexibility. So, you are some of the most tipped drivers in the UK. Congratulations. Why do you think that you're one of the most tipped? Uh, my rating is very high and the uh, reason is because I really like to engage with people. You know, I start talking to the customers as they sit in the car, I welcome them, 
I've got sweet tissues, water, and roses in the back of the feet, and everybody likes it. And if the customer doesn't want to talk, I can sense it, and uh, I, I keep quiet. But uh, 99% of the customers I spoke are so happy to talk. I think because I can speak to people at the same time, treat and speak to them the way I, I would like to be spoken to, or I would like to be treated. Yeah, I try and be myself. I be my, I'm myself. That works. What factors do you think contribute to this? Are you funny, chatty? Do you keep your car clean? Do you have sweets, water? Do you have a cool car? Yeah, yeah, I'm, a, I'm quite a funny person myself, yeah. So I presume that there's an opportunity for me to create that fun ambience then, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're on it. Yeah, most of, my, most of my passengers will have a wee laugh. From the first day I joined Uber, I put sweet water, flowers and tissue in the car. I, I believe it's all of this. Uh, I try to be friendly, I try to be funny, I try to be polite. Most of all, I try to drive uh, soft, uh, smooth, and uh, to deliver the passengers safe and secure their destination all the time. We've seen from our data that those who play music or let their customers play their own music seem to receive the most tips. Are you an awesome DJ? What kind of music do you normally play? Uh, Friday and Saturday night when I drive, uh, my passengers they ask me to put their music and of course I connect my uh, their mobile phones with my car and they play their music or whatever they like. For example, I have many passengers who they celebration their birthday and uh, when I hear that, I just try to find uh, the happy birthday song and I just put it and they are so impressed because they don't expect me to listen happy birthday in the taxi. Yeah, crazy but it's working. What advice would you give to other partner drivers to increase their tips? You've got to be polite. You've got to, if you, if you pick somebody up from the airport, you've got to introduce yourself. You've got to speak with mannerism and actually speak to them and speak to the customer because the customer, is, at the end of the day, the customer's paying their way. <laughs> so be funny. Be sarcastic a wee bit now and again. And I always say, if you can get that together, you'll, you'll crack it. You'll, you'll start doing very well, I'm sure. And if you know where you're going. I will tell them to try to be a little, little more friendly to the passengers, to make the passengers to feel comfortable, secure and sure for the drivers. And definitely to try to make them laugh. Uh, I've got one belief. Uh, I am in this world to help others and be a good human being. So I always am positive in life. And I talk about positivity and how nice the life is and how we should uh, think of what we have and be grateful to what we have. So being grateful and being positive and being happy, everybody loves it and uh, I love it too. I love life. Thanks so much, Angus, Thea and Reza for being on the podcast. With that, it's the end of another episode. Hopefully you enjoyed the topics and hearing the interview. If you have any questions or feedback, we'd love to hear it. Just make sure that you submit them through our podcast page 
on t.uber.com forward slash UK podcasts. And also make sure to subscribe to our SoundCloud channel for the latest updates. Drive safe and have a good one. Bye.